for joining in on the Remnant Podcast. I am your host, Jackie Wade. I am excited that you have joined us this evening. And I praise God for you um, for coming on with us today. Um, I want to welcome everyone that is joining us on today. I want to welcome you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you a little bit about this podcast, the Remnant Podcast. Um, this is a podcast where we're going to expound on the greatness of God. We're going to recognize his power in our lives and give glory to Jesus Christ through our testimony. And so I know a lot of times you, uh, different ones, ask me, what, is, what does the remnant mean? And so in the Bible, the remnant was um, a leftover amount of people. God usually looked at Israel uh, as his remnant. They were his special people. And so today there are those that are left after a catastrophe, catastrophe and God want to use mightily for his purpose. So I, I just want to thank you for joining us on today. Now on the Remnant Podcast, we stand on the finished work of Jesus Christ, inspired and led by the Holy Spirit to ultimately bring all glory to God and not ourselves. Lives will be changed, souls delivered, and faith will be preached and proclaimed as we declare and decree that we are kingdom individuals employed to speak into the earth realm and levels of dimensions for which we have authority granted by God. Again, my name is Jackie Wade. I am your very own host for the Remnant Podcast. And if you're joining us for the very first time, I want to tell you how you can stay connected with us. Uh, you can stay connected by liking our Facebook page and joining the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. You can also look uh, for us on Instagram at the Remnant Podcast, one word. And then also you can uh, get connected with us on podbean.com. And the other networks that we're currently on are Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Listen Notes. Last but not least, do not forget to join us on e-linetv.com. That's e-linetv.com. If you ever miss an episode, you can always go back and you can uh, look at the episodes through e-linetv and any of the other uh, platforms. So let's get started. I'm excited about today's topic. Uh, tonight, the topic that we will be discussing is stay in the race. Stay in the race. I want to encourage you tonight as the Lord has encouraged me to stay in the race. Uh, God is doing a lot of wonderful things. And uh, when we really think about how far God has brought us, we have a lot to be thankful for. So again, tonight's topic is stay in the race. Listen, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back on the Remnant Podcast. Again, I am your very own host, Jackie Wade. I am excited about you joining us. We'll be right back. Thank you. Love Yana, uh, transitional housing is about to uh, take place and acquire their first home. So we're on the journey right now looking for, you know, the home that we're going to actually choose. I am Keontae Webster, Empowerment for the Powerless. I am from Florida, Mississippi. Thank you for joining us back on the Remnant Podcast. Again, I am your host, Jackie Wade. I'm excited about tonight's topic. Like I stated, this past week, the first part of this uh, segment is called Let's Be Authentic. And as you know, every week we come on and we talk about being authentic, just, you know, um, being free in the Lord for the Bible declares whom the Son is set free is free indeed. And so um, this week I was just, relaxing and thinking about different things. And when I went on to uh, my personal pastor's page this week, his topic was uh, stay in the course. Now, prior to me listening to his topic on Monday morning, I had been praying Sunday night and that's what the Lord had gave me. He gave me stay in the race, Jackie, stay in the race. And then Sunday, uh, Monday morning I woke up and I listened to my pastor's uh, 
you know, our prayer time when we get together as a body and his was stay on course. And uh, a couple other different uh, pastors and bishops that I follow and everything this week was basically staying in, staying on course, staying in the race. And so I'm glad that the Holy Spirit just allowed, allowed me to be right in point with what he is doing. Um, before we do anything and foremost, we always want to, you know, consult Holy Spirit to make sure that we are being led by the Spirit of God so that we are hearing clearly and that in lives can be impacted because it's all about what the Lord want to do in our lives. Amen. And so again, tonight's topic is stay in the race. And uh, I just want to encourage you all. I was thinking in this past week, uh, I was just praying and asking the Lord exactly, you know, what is it that you will want to say to your people? And God has been so good, you know, uh, people of God, he is just so merciful and so gracious. And so let's get right into our topic tonight. Now, when you think of staying in a race, when you think of a race, anyone that gets in a race, they're always looking to win the race. I have never seen anyone join in on a competition such as a relay race or track and field. I know you all have seen it even in the Olympics. When they get in the race, they are looking to win. They're shaking their bodies. They're, they're loosening themselves up. They're getting free to, to win this race. And so uh, no one gets in the race with the mindset of losing a race. No one right? And every person in a race prepares for whatever race they're going to get into. Now, that, that could be a, a relay race, like I stated, a track and field race. It could be a, some car. Sometimes you may see um, your race cars, how they may get in a, a car race. And there's a competition. They're revving up their engines. They're changing their tires. You know, they're getting everything right because they have the intent of winning the race. And so, when I speak of the word race, um, as it pertains to our spiritual race, this, this could equate to several various things. So when we think of the word race, I know I'm talking about our spiritual race, but I want to take it in the natural first. When we think of the word race, this could be a race to, um, you know, have a relationship, a race to uh, better your business, you're racing, you're, you're doing things to enhance your, your relationship with your children or with your, with your husband or, or, you know, just in ministry, period. And as we know, the list can go on and on. However, the main reason today why I was instructed by Holy Spirit was to encourage you to stay in the race, for you to embrace and enhance your call to stay in the race and to keep pressing for everything that God has available to you. And so the scripture says in Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, it says the race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but to the one that endures to the end. So this spiritual race, as we know, is a, is a bit different, right? And in Matthew 24 and 13 says, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Amen. So anytime you face opposition, there is always going to be something that you can gain from. A lot of times when we have um, situations in our lives, what we think about is, oh gosh, we're looking at the, the current, we're looking at what's in front of us. But we got to remember that the enemy of our soul is also wanting us to drop out of the race. He's wanting to tire us out. He's wanting to discourage us. He's wanting us to feel like it's never going to happen for us. We could see everyone else being blessed. We could see everyone else um, prospering or appears that they're prospering. But we may look and think, oh, it's just not going to happen for me. But I'm here tonight to tell you to stay in the race because the race is not given to the swift and it's not given to the strong. It's given to the one that can endure to the end. And so anytime you face opposition, know that you're going to gain a lot of information. You're going to come out with a testimony. You're going to come out with power. You're going to come out with an anointing. You're going to come out with an understanding that God is faithful. And everything that the enemy will try or have lied about to deceive his, the people to deter from God, 
he is going to be defeated. He's already defeated. But as we run the race, God is going to reveal to you more and more because it's about perfecting you while you run the race. Now, the negative thing or the enemy will have you look at it and have you believe that you're the victim, right? He's going to always want us to feel like, oh, why me? How come it's happening to me? Why am I the one struggling with this? Why can't I just, it won't just happen. But that is a lie. And that is a lie from the enemy. But that is when you and I have to look to the word of God and we have to fight to stay in the race. Now, Galatians 5 and 7 says, you was running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? So as we run this race sometimes, right? We, we, we have this, we have this uh, start. You know, when you see runners running and they start off and they start off good and they're running. But then you see something hindered them. You see some, something may have, have, their shoe could have came off or, or something distracted them from running this race. And it's, it's the same for us. So when we're running this race, the, the Bible saying Galatians 5 and 7, you were running well. What hindered you? What stepped into place to, from your purpose? What came and tried to deter you from the purpose that I put in God is saying to, in you to run this race? Because as you're running this race, it's not just about you. You're running a race because you're going to enhance and impact other people's lives because someone is going to see you right running this race. Sometimes we get hindered because we lost a job. Sometimes we get hindered because we put all our hope in a family member. Sometimes we get hindered because we lost a loved one. It broke us. It crushed us. It, it, it devastated us. Sometimes we get hindered because we had sickness in our body. And sometimes we can't even get hindered because our hearts were broken. A, a, a husband or a wife just, just devastated us or, or our children hurt us to the core or we, we lost all our family members, right? Sometimes we get hindered, we're human, but we got hindered sometimes because we felt like our prayers just wasn't answered. And that doesn't make it any better, but we have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to know in our hearts that God is a present help in a time of trouble. And our, even though our hearts are broken and our spirit is torn and our mind is struggling from day to day, we are just trying to make it through. We're just trying to do whatever we need to do to, to get to the next day. And sometimes that may mean we're, we're drinking or, or, or we're smoking. We're just doing whatever it takes to numb us so we could just forget about it. But there's a race that God has called you to. And I'm here tonight to encourage you to stay in the race. Stay in the race, stay in the race. And so even today, most of all, when we feel like we can't run the race, we just need to return back and remember God is with us. Don't return back to the old life. Keep running the race because if we stay steadfast, if we stay consistent, then we will see the goodness of the Lord. We will start to see that God is moving on our behalf. So I want you to declare with me tonight. I want to, I want you to say with me tonight, I am going to stay in the race. I will look to the hills from which cometh my help for my help. It comes from the Lord, my help. It comes from the Lord. So be encouraged tonight and know that God is a very present help. He's a very present help and he love us. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So he loves us with an everlasting. It's nothing that we could have done that can turn God away from still hearing us and getting back in that race. Amen. Now, I know you're saying, okay, okay, Jackie, you're talking good. God is using you tonight. And excuse me while I just uh, <laughs> fix myself here. But we're going to talk about in this next segment during tea time, how do we fight back? and get in the race because there's some specifics that we need to understand about getting in this race again i want to remind you that uh as long as you're i know we're talking about a race and i know we're talking about running but if we walk 
if we continue to move, if we continue to just pray, if we continue to seek, if we continue to want to know more about God, he is a very present hope. And guess what? If we ask him, he's going to do it. God is so wonderful. He's able to heal our bodies. He's able to provide. He said, I'm Jehovah Rapha. I, I'm able to heal. I'm your provider. I'm Jehovah Jireh. I'm able to provide. He is a strong tower and the righteous running in safe. He is a protector. There is nothing that he cannot do. There is nothing that God cannot do. But a lot of times he's waiting on us. He's just waiting there to say, I'm here. Talk to me. He's one prayer away. He's one prayer away. So tonight, when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about how do we fight back? How do we fight back? Remember, there is a strategy that God wants to give his people. And if we would obey him, this is a personal walk. If we would do the things that he said to do, we will see him manifest in our lives like never before. He's not a respecter person. What he will do for one person, he'll do for another. And that's why I love him. That people may treat us different, but God, he doesn't treat us different. He's faithful and he's just. So we're going to take a short break. We will be uh, right back. Now, this segment coming up is called Tea Time. I want you guys to grab some tea. We're going to jump into how to fight during this race. And then we're going to come back on our last segment called Tried and True, which is a time when you can call in, you can give your testimony, and uh, we can just listen, talk about the goodness of God and all that he's doing. He's so wonderful. Uh, again, I thank you for joining me tonight on the Remnant Podcast. And again, get connected with us if you would like to donate. Uh, you can feel free to donate to my link tree. It's link tree. Um, you'll see it posted here, link tree slash the remnant podcast. And uh, I am excited about the things that we're doing for those that will donate. I want to be able to also be a blessing back to those that want to be a blessing to the podcast. So again, grab you some tea. We're coming up on tea time. Remember during our tea time, we usually will talk about words that start with the letter T. We got some good stuff tonight. All right. So I'm going to take a short break and we will be right back. Thank you again for joining the Remnant Podcast. We'll be right back. joining us back on the Remnant Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Wade. And on this segment, we're going to have our tea time. I have some tea here, as usual. And we're just going to talk about, uh, as we left off, what is it that we need to do to stay in the race? God gives us specific strategies. And as I stated in Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, the race is not given to the swift, nor to the battle to the strong, but the one who endures to the end. Now we ask, how do I fight this battle? How do I uh, conquer or continue to run this race and be successful at it? Well, the Bible clearly states in Ephesians 6 through 11, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, we hear this scripture a lot, right? But I want to go into this. I want to go and break this down. When you hear of the word wiles, let's stop right there. Wiles, the definition for wiles, W-I-L-E-S, means that it is devious or cunning strategies employed in manipulating or persuading someone to do what another one wants you to do. So when we, when we hear here about um, stand against the wiles of the devil, clearly it's about, you know, we are knowing that the enemy is 
um, that one that wants to get us to give into these cunning and these deceiving, devious type uh, lifestyles. He wants us to get off track uh, while we're running and look to the left and look to the right instead of looking to the front, the, to the off and the finisher of our faith. And so we have to be mindful. It says put on the whole armor. Now, what is the whole armor? Because if we're going to stand against the walls of the devil, we got to make sure that we're not helping the enemy, that we're not exemplifying the wiles of the devil, but we need to resist the devil and not assist the devil, amen? So we have to make sure that our lives uh, is not assisting the things of the enemy. We wanna make sure that for the most part, we're living a life that is pleasing unto God, that we're uh, standing on the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, that, God is being um, glorified in our life and that people can readily see exactly what it is that we're doing for the Lord, that he will get the glory. So we're going to stand again. We want to make sure that we're not assisting the devil. It says for we in verse 12, it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this age, against spiritual hosts and wickedness in heavenly places. It clearly let us know that since we're running this race, we are to expect to go through and be tempted to be um, these levels of, of demonic activity is, is set in force so that we can't be able to run this race effectively. But if we put on the whole armor, right? It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're not fighting people. We're not fighting each other. It's spirit in high places. It's spiritual wickedness that comes to attack us, that comes to uh, use us. Just like God wants to use us for his glory, the enemy wants to use us as well. So we have to be mindful of this race that we're fighting. It says in verse 13, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand, remain with now, Withstand, let's go there. Withstand means to remain undamaged and unaffected or to offer strong resistance or opposition to someone or something. Amen. So in the evil day and having done to all, done all to stand. So we want to be sure that the whole armor is on. Now it says in 14, stand therefore, having your loins. Now we're going to have our loins girded about with truth. And our loins, we're going to have it girded about with truth and having the breastplate of righteousness. Okay. This means that we are to be prepared in every way possible to follow Christ. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard. What is that standard? The word of God. Okay, so the word of God is what we need to get in our hearts and our minds, have it succinct. It has to be together. So when the enemy come in, we can identify, you know, we can identify, oh, my sister isn't, this isn't, this is a spirit working through this person. This is a spirit trying to, uh, to destroy a relationship. This is something coming from the enemy because something greater wants to come forth that God wants to do because of the race. See, we're running a race. Now, the breastplate of righteousness is if we don't protect ourselves with righteousness, we open ourselves to the attack of the enemy. We open ourselves to fall into sin. This is very important. We have to have the breastplate of righteousness and our righteousness is in Christ Jesus. And then we want to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Again, the word of God, so that our feet is on a firm foundation so we can be established. We're not easily thrown to the left or to the right. See, our feet is always ready for when we have an opportunity and we could share the gospel with someone. We're able to tell them about the love of God. We're able to share our testimony. We're able to tell them that God can heal you. God can bring you through. God can keep you. And God, most of all, is our everything and the gospel of peace is also our protection it's our protection because the more understanding and the more word we get in us the more that knowledge of god's word keeps us it'll keep our mind in perfect peace and so the, the enemy comes against our mind right he'll tell us oh this isn't going to happen 
Oh, oh, you, oh, you're never going to have this. You're never able. You're not going to buy that home. Oh, you're, you're not going to see your loved one saved. He's a liar. He is a liar. So we have to protect our mind. And then in verse 16, it says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith we are able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked. Faith, our faith, when we stand on our faith in God and we proclaim and declare and decree, God, your word says we are demonstrating our faith, not in ourselves, but in, in the Lord. I give you an example. When I was moving to Atlanta, you might always hear me say this. When I was moving here, um, it was all on faith. And the crazy part before the day before I left, excuse me, the car that I was supposed to drive caught on fire. And I remember knowing that God told me, but the enemy came in as such a strong, I mean, the day before. And when I see my car on fire, immediately, I knew, I protected my mind. I said, but God, you said, you said you, you would provide all of my needs according to your riches and glory. And I didn't count it as I'm not going to make it. I had to put the word on it. That night, I stayed up on the internet looking for a rental car and I was on a budget. And don't you know, the next morning, God did just what we needed him to do. We went to the rental car place going to get a medium-sized car. But see, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. I had all three of my children and my husband. Don't you know the gentleman, see this, our faith, people of God, the gentleman behind the counter, he looked at my husband. He said, you a big guy. He said, you can't use no mid-sized car. How about I upgrade y'all to a, a, a truck? And you're going to have two extra seats. We had seven seats, seven seats. And we didn't even have to upgrade the, the amount of money he didn't charge us. So my faith, my husband said, well, I guess we're going, no, nope. I stayed up. I prayed. I said, Lord, and I was declaring his promises because I knew what he told me. And that's what we have to do. You have to get in that quiet place. I don't care if it's tears coming down your eyes. I don't care if your heart is broken. And you have to declare the word because the word is what God, that's what the angels hearkens to. And then they go on assignment. See, when you use the word, the angels, they they they, they hear. And now they hearkening to you. And they saying, oh, what, what we need to do. And then you can tell them. Uh, uh, go out here. I need, I need this. I need my angels now on assignment because they hearken to the word of God. And then God honors his word. He is not a man that he shall lie. And so his, his promises are yes and amen. So we have to know above all to take the shield of faith when we're going to be able to quench those fiery darts. I had to quench that dart. I had to come up against that thing. Thank you, hallelujah. Oh, God, I feel you. And then most of all, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It protects our minds. It protects our thoughts. It keeps us. It won't allow us to, to get swayed back into the fleshly desires, but it'll keep us in the ways of the Lord. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Okay, so when we're doing this, we, we have to remember we can put on the whole armor of God, but we have to remember that we have to pray. We have to consult Holy Spirit because without prayer that we won't get strategies. God wants to specifically give us strategies. You may be praying for a church home. You may be praying for a home. You may be praying for who to marry. You may be praying for what kind of car to buy. You may be praying for God use me. What is my purpose? We have to be in tune with Holy Spirit so he can lead and guide us. And let's not get in the box because wherever God send you, and if you're obedient, let me tell you, that's where you're going to be blessed. Your obedience is, a, is tied to your blessing. So the whole armor of God, and like I said, without prayer, we can still lose of who we are if we're not asking for guidance. 
And we need to know that we can't get too haughty. We can't get too high-minded. We have to stay in that place and we have to stay in a humble humility because if we get too uh, haughty, that's a dangerous place to be. Now, I did say we was going to go into tea time. I'm so sorry. We are going to get into tea time. So tea, I like to say is for the natural body, but this tea we're going to talk about tonight is going to be our spiritual intake. And the topic that the Lord gave me for tea time is being two-faced and taming the tongue. We're going to talk about taming the tongue and what does it look like to be two-faced because at some point in time, we all have fell short of the glory of God. And this tongue of ours, it is it has to be tamed if we're going to be victorious and running this race. Please remember that when ra- ra- when runners are racing, what do they do? They wear as little clothes as possible because they don't want anything slowing them down. So tonight when we talk about taming the tongue, that is one of the smallest uh, little instruments that, that is on our bodies, in our bodies, but it has big power, big, it could cause major damage. And so we're going to run this race. It is important that we learn how to tame our tongue. And by taming our tongue, we won't be two-faced, right? We have to be consistent as much as we know how. Now we're not perfect, right? But as much as we know how, we have to constantly think of what am I saying? Is it bringing glory to God? Is it building my sister up? Is it building my brother up? Because we need to run this race. And as we're running, we need to drop off every weight that so easily beset us. Because there's going to be people that you want to pick up during this race and have them join in with you. And God want to use each and every one of us mightily. And so my heart, my heart for the people of God and even my own walk is that God would use me for his glory. That people, if God, his word says, if he would be lifted up, that he would draw all men unto him. And so as we run this race, we need to be mindful that our tongue, which is a very small, as the word said, is a very small member of the body, but it can do major damage. And so when we come back from this short break, we're going to get right into taming our tongue so we don't look too faced. And again, during this last episode, I want to encourage you all to call in. Call in if you have a testimony, if there's anything you want to just talk about or or just, you know, give God, God glory for, for what he's doing in your life, feel free, call in. You can easily call in through the Podbean application and I'm going to give you my number. So if you would like to call in, you can call in on, on my number, 770-371-3782. That's 770-371-3782. Listen, I hope that you all are being blessed. I really enjoy um, just having this time with you all for, for us to expound on the greatness of God. Like I stated in this podcast, we are recognizing God's power in our lives and giving glory to Jesus Christ through our testimony. And um, God is getting the glory. He is being magnified. And we're going to come right back after this short break. Thank you again for joining the Remit Podcast. Podcast, we are back. 
And during this last part of the Remnant Podcast, it's called Tried and True, but we are going to talk uh, briefly about our last topic, which was taming the tongue. And again, like I stated, this is a very important part because as we know, when we're running a race, we want to be as free as possible. We want to drop off as many things as possible so that God can be glorified in our lives and that we can run the race effectively and efficiently. And as you know, uh, when you are doing something and, and you have a freedom or you feel uh, like you don't have anything holding you back, there's a mindset that comes with that. There is a, a wonderful feeling of, oh, I could just, I can keep moving when your energy levels are high or you can just do the things that are needed of you to do, amen? And so during this race, as I stated, I want to encourage you to stay in the race. God has a specific plan for his people. And when we look back over our lives as we run, when we get to look back over our lives, we'll start to see clearer and clearer. Wow, this is why I had to go through this situation. This is why this uh, came in my life. And a lot of times it's not even about us. It's about the people that is connected to us, who God will use us to go to and speak of his glory and his power and his might. And so that is my purpose today, why God put this in my spirit to encourage you to continue to run this race. Because there's a, okay, so when you're practicing and you're, you're training to run a race, you're, you're exercising and you're stretching and you're doing all the things necessary, right? But as you're running this race, if you haven't prepared properly, you may get a cramp in your leg. You may, you may not have the stamina to keep moving. And so the purpose of our spiritual race is that we will have the stamina, that we will have all of the parts of the armor, that we will know that prayer is vital, that we will know that someone is attached to our destiny as we're running this race. And that every issue, every trial, every tribulation that has come into our life, it has not come to stop us. If we are in Christ, it has not come because it won't happen. It has come because there is purpose assigned to it. But we will not know that purpose if we fall out of the race. We have to continue to pray. We have to continue to love. We have to continue to read. We have to continue to consult Holy Spirit in everything that we do. We have to continue to put God First, we have to know that when the enemy does come, because he will show his ugly face up, that we got to get right back on track and do the things that God has called us to do. Why? Because someone is attached to your race. Someone is attached to your purpose and someone is attached to your destiny. Now, for some of us, that could be in the business world. For some of us, it could be ministry. For some of us, it could be outreach. It could be street ministry. We don't, listen, until, as you run your race, you're going to, God will identify what he has called you to do, what he wants you to do. And we have to be, our ears have to be inclined to him so we can know. Because at different times, he may say, okay, now I need you to do this. Now I need you to do that. So we have to be inclined. But as we let go of anything that is hindering us, we could hear clearly, we can love clearly, we can move clearly. So I want to get into taming the tongue and this thing that I call being two-faced. Two-faced is defined as insincere and deceitful. It said that if you describe someone as being two-faced, that they are critical, you're critical of them because they say they do or believe one thing when their behavior or their words clearly demonstrate something different. So an example would be, okay, I'm in the room with you and you're telling me, oh, Jackie's so nice, Jackie's this, Jackie's that. And then when Jackie leave out, you're talking different to everyone else, right? Well, when we look at the word of God, what does it say about being two-faced? So a lot of times when we talk about our tea time and our tried and true um, time, it's always going to take us back to the word of God. So when we learn about the true destruction of what our words produce, then we will understand why our life is not producing. So a lot of times our life is not producing because of the words that we're speaking, whether that's we're speaking it on someone or whether we're speaking it on ourselves, right? I'm quick to tell my children, do not take on an identity. Do not take on any identity. Do not say I'm broke. Do not say 
that, you know, and, and, and I'm guilty of it myself. I am. And I constantly, sometimes I catch myself and I have to repent and I have to call those words back out of the atmosphere because whatever we speak, it, it will produce our words is one of the strongest parts of faith. And, and if we speak it, we're actually putting it out into the atmosphere. I encourage you today that if you've never written a declaration, if you've never written um, declarations that you would speak over your life, start to write a declaration. Inbox me. I'll be glad to walk you through. You can inbox me at kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. That's kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. And I will be glad to send you some declarations, help you write declarations that will help you uh, get through and, and start to put those words in the atmosphere. So our words is it, it, either going to bring life or it's going to bring death. Now we can't have it both ways, right? For the wisdom from above allows us to live victoriously and provides us the ability to run the race. So let's run looking to the author and the finisher of our faith. But if we want to live triumphant and become part of this awesome family of God and have a real lasting peace with Jesus Christ, I encourage you to join us on a prayer of salvation. If you have never given your heart to Christ, we're going to do that before we end today. Now, let's get back to um, the two parts that I'm talking about where uh, we cannot speak curses and blessings. We got to make our minds up, people of God. We have to be mindful that the words that we speak is either going to bring us life or it's going to bring us our death. So start to speak life. Start to speak um, those things over your life that you want to see. If uh, I remember, I remember in my own life, there was a time when um, and I'm just using this, I'm not a materialistic person, but I was looking to purchase a home. And uh, I remember actually saying, Lord, I need a, a certain amount of number bedroom house because I needed to always have a room for my mom or my mother-in-law. And I would constantly speak that, Lord, you said, this is not a want, this is a need. This is a need because you said you will provide, you will provide all of our needs. You said it, God. And um, another testimony of mine is um, the day close to when I was buying a home, we needed one document. And I remember my husband was um, not here in the United States at the time. And the chief, um, the chief uh, bank loan officer called me and he said, Miss Wade, unfortunately, we will not be able to close on your home again. <laughs> See, I can't talk something that I, I, don't, I, can't, I didn't live and I'm big on that. I, I hold myself responsible first and foremost. I will not get on anybody's platform, pulpit, podcast, whatever. I, I, I have had this relationship. I have had to demonstrate these things in my own personal life. So when I speak, I speak of a place that I know God, I know what he did for me and I'm still learning him, but I know what he promised and I know so I said at the same now I could have easily spoke death in that situation. And the funny part is I told my husband and his 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 speech went a different way and I had to rebuke him. I, I told him right then and there, no, you're gonna have to repent because I know what the words say. I closed my bedroom door, my son was there, my daughter was there. They was like, what's going on? I said, I, I need a minute, a couple minutes to myself. I closed that door and I said, God, again, <laughs> you saying that you would supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. So I know what the loan officer said, but God, I'm standing on your word because you said, this is what you said, God, and I'm your child. And you said that you had no respect of a person. And uh, I went in and I prayed. And when he called me back, he said, Miss Wade, uh, I, again, I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate everything you did. I said, well, I'm not taking no for an answer. I said, sir, I am so glad that me and you have had this time of getting to know each other. But now I have a request from you. I said, you're the chief officer. He said, yes, I am. I said, well, I need you to go back and have a meeting with your people and let and ask them and tell and, and, and let them know what is it that I need to provide in place of this one particular document? 
I've come too far to hear a no, and I refuse to take no as an answer. He said to me, he said, Ms. Wade, he said, I'm gonna tell you right now, excuse me for one minute. He said, I'm gonna tell you right now. He said, give me 15 minutes and I'll call you back. I am so sorry to have to break this news to you. I said, well, I'll, I'll give you 15 minutes. So he called me back probably five minutes. He said, listen, if you can get me every document that you've ever had in the last four years on a particular thing that he needed, we can close this deal. Now, let me tell you how good God is. This is why we got to be in the word. We got to speak life. We got to know the word. And we got we to gotta stand on what God tell us, people of God. The night before, I had talked to my husband and I told him I needed to get your password and username to a specific area so that way if I needed these documents, I could download them. God had already told me the night before what was about to happen, but I didn't know he was coming back and he was about to tell me no. So he said, if you can get that to me, and then let me tell you guys, in 10 minutes, I had emailed that man every last document. He called me back in, within like a half an hour. He said, Ms. Wade, your closing date is next week, da 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 da, da. Don't tell me what God won't do. See, it's stay in the race. Stay in the race. If I can't say nothing else tonight, stay in the race. God wants to prosper his people. He said, I know the plans that I have for you and it's to bring you to a good and expected end. He wants to give us the best things, not just when we get to heaven, but when we're here on earth. He wants us to have a demonstration here on earth that other people will know that he is God. See, it's not enough for us to talk about God. God wants us to have a demonstration so other people will know about his glory. And it's not about me. Whatever he do for me, he could do it for you. He's faithful and he's just. My God, hallelujah. Glory to God tonight. I thank you, God. And before we end this podcast, I want to offer the prayer of salvation to those that may be on and those that may want to give your heart to Christ that you may want to know God in the beauty of holiness, for he is a loving God. And let me tell you, the Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but they shall have everlasting life. That's in John 3, 16. And then he went on to say in John 10 and 10, I came that ye may have life and that ye may have it more abundantly. But here's the problem, people of God. We are sinful and we have been separated from God if you have not given your heart to Christ. But all we have done and said and thought are the bad things, but God said that we all have fallen short and, and sinned. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the result of sin is death, which is spiritual separation from God. But the good news is that God sent his son, Jesus, to die for us on the cross. And then he was raised again with all power and glory in his hand. And so tonight, we can give our heart to Christ, for he died for us. And let me tell you, Jesus is the only way to God. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the light. And no one can get to the Father but by me. So we, can, we can't earn this salvation. We are saved by God's grace and God's grace alone. So if you are on this podcast tonight, this is what I want you to do. I want you to turn from your sins. I want you to be able tonight to repent. For God loves you. Jesus loves you. And he wants to give you the same mindset that he has so that you can be victorious. So you can have a demonstration of his power and of his glory here on earth. And so tonight, you can repeat after me. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe in Jesus and I believe that he is your son. I believe that he died for my sins and that you raised him again to life. I want to trust him as my Lord and Savior and follow him as my Lord for this day forward. Guide my life, Lord, and help me to do your will. The Bible says if you would confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and was raised again, you shall be saved. And so tonight we pray that prayer of salvation. If you believe that Jesus died and was raised again, you are saved. You have repented for your sin. You are saved. And now God wants to continue to enhance you. Get in a Bible-believing church. 
and continue to learn about his word, continue to learn about those things that will allow you to run this race and those other things that will fall off, put on the whole armor of God, continue to pray and let the let Holy Spirit lead and guide you in all that you do. Listen, this is the Remnant Podcast, and we're going to continue to give God glory on this podcast. We're going to continue to expound on his word. We're going to continue to, to uh, talk about our testimonies that God would be glorified and that souls would be delivered. And we're going to proclaim and preach faith and that you and I, as kingdom individuals, will continue to speak in the earth realm in the dimensions for which God has given us that authority. We thank you tonight. We're going to end with a word of prayer. Continue to join in this podcast and continue to follow us on the different platforms. Again, my link tree is listed below. And if you need to email us, it's kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. All prayer requests are read and commented. We will reply back. Join us in tonight in prayer before we leave. Father God, we thank you for this time. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. We thank you for being awesome in our lives, God. We thank you, Father, for our Lord and Savior, being Lord and Savior over our lives, God. We thank you that we have a way out of sin and a way into your presence, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for, for redeeming us, God, for choosing us, God, for loving us, God. Father, we thank you tonight for your grace and for your mercy, God. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us, oh God, God, we thank you for the angels that protect our homes, protect our cars. Oh, God, protect our minds, our hearts, our bodies, Father. We give you praise for each and every person that have given their heart to Christ. God, for those that will listen even later on this podcast. Father, now do what you do best and get glory out of our lives. Speak with us in the midnight hour, God. Continue to ordain our steps, God. And most of all, give us the strength to run this race, God, that you will be highly lifted up and that you will get glory. God, we thank you now for each and every person, God. We thank you, God, for doing a work in myself, Lord God. Continue to order my steps and continue to keep us in all of our ways. We thank you, God. We love you. We magnify you and we glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Thank you, people of God, for joining in on this Remnant podcast. Again, we will be back on Mondays. Join us at 7 p.m. I really appreciate you all. And um, again, God bless you, be in peace, continue to pray, and most of all, be led by the Spirit of God. We love you. God bless you. I'm your very own host, Jackie Wade. Take care.